0: him.
1: Hi buddy. Hi buddy. I'm always leery to, to reference you in that way on a virtual meeting after that Mario Kart incident.
0: The Mario Kart.
1: Well when I FaceTimed what I thought was you and it was oh, clearly you. <laughs> and I said, Hi buddy.
0: And who is this? <laughs> oh, that was that was too funny. You were so just distraught when that happened i remember it just um
1: i like he i mean he he made sure to like you know he had his finger over the camera Mm -hmm. or something like i couldn't see him it was all black but he just said who is this and i just my my face had to been like hi buddy and i'm just like scrambling to like hang up because it's (laughs) like it all just kind of came how
0: long how long was the lag or was it pretty quickly that he was like who does?
1: Uh, I don't remember. It was probably just a couple of seconds. I mean, there was probably some sort of delay where he's just like, what? Who is, you know, trying to figure out who I am? Mm-hmm. Oh, was, uh,
0: <laughs> traumatized. Oh. I should
1: have stayed on. I should have, uh, I could, could have made a new friend that day,
0: you know? You could have, yeah. Now you'll never know. What you, are what you sipping on? Coffee. Mm. Always coffee. Mm. Saturday morning. It's Sunday, Tim
1: well the uh our listeners don't know what day it is well now they do <laughs>
0: to you. you're welcome guys just a check in there well
1: we normally record on saturdays Yeah, oh, not really that's the plan but we've recorded more on sundays now i guess being that this is only the third episode
0: yeah that is true
1: that's fine i here i've got a question for you okay um so caleb i heard you bought a playstation 5 how's that i well actually you bought two isn't that right
0: no tim i i ended up buying three when it was all said and done really yeah yeah and i'd completely forgotten i just went into my cart and there are well at first there were two there were two ps5s in my cart awaiting payment verification so we're talking around 1100 pounds and then Woo-hoo. and then um, so fast forward a bit. I'm trying to figure out what's going on and then I go back to the cart and there's a third one. And I'm like, well, oh my at this point, I should probably change my password because someone is probably on my account as we speak. I, my eBay account got hacked That's the moral of the story. Don't know if that said.
1: What what is the pound to dollar ratio?
0: Well, it fluctuates. It used to be sort of like ten years ago. It was two to one. So for every something that costs one pound, you have to pay two dollars for. It went down during lockdown. Um, to about one twenty-five.
1: The reason why I'm asking is like. I know that here in the States, at least, it's like impossible to find a PlayStation 5 for like a reasonable deal. I guess like retail, they're listed at somewhere around 500. I'm trying to do the math in my head, but I don't know if I'm going the right way. But it sounds like, I mean, 1100 for two would have been, what, well, I mean, six, oh, well, 550, 550 pounds per PlayStation, which how much, how many dollars would that be?
0: So it'd be, let me just pull out the old calculator. Cause it's roughly, I said it went down to one, two, five, but it's since gone back up to 1.4. So that's about 770.
1: Oh, okay. So it's still kind of a rip Yeah, But I was going to say, you could just,
0: you know, go along with it, make sure the
1: address is right and buy them. Cause over here, there's still sometimes it's like my dad is looking for one. And he can't find one for under a thousand, even though like Walmart's selling them for 500, something like that, but like people are buying them up and then trying to rip people off. So you could do the same.
0: All oh, right. Yeah. You're
1: still, still make a profit. If you bought them for 700 and then tried to sell them for a thousand, I mean, there's 600 bucks right there.
0: That's true. But the, the thing with eBay I found is I've, not not scammed what's the word um, I've bought in fake I've bought <laughs> I've bought fake things on eBay without realizing like we got an SD card for our switch supposedly 256 gigs but it was it turned out to be a fake and only held like five gigs of data. Wow yeah uh, luckily to get the money back but it was so convincing it's um, crazy yeah. Sorry, I just lost my train of thought.
1: Just follow the tracks.
0: (laughs) Moose tracks. That's one thing I miss is moose tracks ice cream. Oh, they don't have that. No, they don't. Mm. Such a shame. Moose tracks are good. Yeah. So I was going to say that what you're describing, my brother has told me about, but with a whole Pokemon card like craze. Have you heard anything about that? People that buy up things that they know people are going to want relatively quickly. And then jacking the price and up. And just jacking the price up. Yeah.
1: I don't know what it is specifically about the PlayStation, though. I don't know. I feel like maybe it's just a regional thing, perhaps, but I feel like growing up, it was always Xbox. Like that was the system to have. PlayStation wasn't so desired or as much, at least. So it's kind of shocking to me that. Because I think, I don't know, I don't keep up with it too much. I think Xbox has a next-gen system out as well. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I've heard much, or at least as much, about it having similar issues. So it's just odd. And I don't really know a ton about the, the PlayStation 5 in general. Is like, what makes it so special and so desired? You know, it's just kind of one of those... It, it almost reminds me of like the way toilet paper went missing during lockdown you know it's just like i think people started buying it because they heard it was gonna you know like it was just like if you don't freak out about it it'll be fine
0: yeah you know i don't know yeah that was that was an interesting time of life for the whole toilet paper thing did you have trouble finding toilet paper i never did oh okay
1: i mean we would like stock up when we did find it but it, it was never to the point where we were like running out we only stocked up because we knew that we probably would have run out, you know. So, in a way, I suppose we contributed to the problem, but we didn't start it. So,
0: I'm oh, with okay, it. well, you're immune to criticism in that case, aren't you? You know, had you had the bidet, wouldn't have had to worry about it. You're right. I,
1: you know, that's that. I wonder if bidet sales went up in the US or just in general. Because I guess, did y'all have a toilet paper shortage over there as well? We did, yeah that's just so weird yeah but yeah I bet bet bidet companies were like this is it this is our our money yeah they probably started COVID
0: now I think I think we figured it out we've solved it here on this podcast only going through two episodes and we've solved the mystery (laughs) it's pretty it's pretty great that's what we do
1: yeah what mystery will we take on next (laughs)
0: <laughs> so welcome everybody to episode three of our podcast i almost threw up a two
1: i think i'm just used to throwing up the peace sign yeah. so it just felt unnatural to, mm. it doesn't matter because you as listeners can't even see but i'm describing it pretty
0: clear i think yeah it, it still looked cool you know you could even yeah i kind of yeah i kind of like that Actually, yeah. Keep that going. So, my name is Caleb. I'm Tim. And I am so excited about today's topics. We have a few different things to get into. We are still in our junior year of high school, so this is circa 2008-2009. And I know that we've talked about this, but I just feel so old looking back at this now. That was so many years ago, Tim. It, it is wild. I mean,
1: it doesn't feel like that many years in a way. But then I think about, well, I'm 28, about to be 29. Caleb, do you know what my birthday is? Just out of curiosity. I'm sorry. I'm not sure what's happening
0: here. That's, that's sign language for tomorrow.
1: Oh, it is tomorrow. You <laughs> dog, you. I'm sorry. I had... <laughs> You just thought I'd forget, didn't you? Well, you know I don't remember your birthday, so I know it's in the fall. October. Okay, wow,
0: and not even okay. Okay, a month. Okay, that's better. <laughs> I <laughs> thought you were just gonna relegate my birthday to a single season. Well, we celebrate the whole season for you, Caleb. Mm, yes, obviously. Uh, Is October twentieth? Mm, you're in the right. Uh, right double digit. 21st. No. 20. No.
1: 26. Yes. I knew it. When is Jonah's birthday? Well, I don't think I should be expected to know this.
0: You shouldn't, but it's the day before mine.
1: Oh, you know what? I did know that. I did know that y'all's birthdays were close. Yeah. The 25th. I bet you just oh, that must have annoyed you as a kid. You know, you're like so excited about your birthday and then all of a sudden your little brother's born and steals all of the thunder.
0: Yeah. Like at first I was like, oh, this is the greatest birthday present ever. And then every subsequent year after that, it was joint birthdays. And I'm like, oh, this this has gotten old really quickly. (laughs) That's fun. You can go back from whence you came.
1: Well, at least now you guys are... Halfway across the world. So no more joint birthday parties.
0: No, no, unfortunately. I do kind of miss them, actually. Maybe we'll throw one this year, though. Maybe I'll go back. Like a virtual? Yeah. Or you think you'll be back? Or maybe I'll maybe I'll fly back. You never know.
1: Well, I was going to say, I think it's kind of uh, lousy to have to fly back for your own birthday. But you could say that you're flying back for Jonah's birthday you know it was really people should be visiting you for your birthday
0: mm, that's true yeah
1: anyways I'm sorry <laughs> to get us off topic on the birthday thing um, but yeah it just 10 years It, I mean it, it is a long time but it doesn't like when you just say 10 years it doesn't sound that outlandish but I mean that's a third of our life at this point in time you know mm-hmm. and I don't know yeah it's just it is weird to think how quickly time has gone by
0: 2008 you know I don't know yeah, and when when I told you about me turning the big three zero this year, wait, did you say you're turning twenty nine? Hmm. Okay, that's right. Yes, that's right. Cause I'm, yeah, young. I'm younger than you. No, no, I knew I that. What... I was just okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm sure, you knew that. I feel like you probably think I'm a lot more mature than you.
0: Well, I mean, you had a full beard by the age of eight, so <laughs> <laughs> you're like elf. <laughs> that's, that's a compliment it took me uh 28 years in the power of science to get a beard that's still not half as good as you but anyways
1: <laughs> well it comes with its challenges so yeah your blessings
0: mm, corn and that kind of thing just getting hot wings chimkin wings especially All right. that's right and saucy wings yeah you getting your mustache smelling yeah So I have a question for you this week. I've got a question for you. I've got a question for you, laddie. Because last week, you posed a question to me. And we got to really explore that. And it was a lot of fun. So I have a fun question for you this week. Let's do it. All right. So the scenario is you're walking in a forest. As you do... Because I feel like you tend to wander and even as we're speaking, like exploring the mountains, your heart is in the mountains. So you're walking through this forest in the mountains. You find a suitcase in the forest. Okay. You proceed to open the suitcase. And what you find inside surprises you. You find a million dollars. And when you start rummaging through this million dollars, you find a note, a piece of paper. This piece of paper is blood-stained and has one word on it, don't. So the question I'm posing to you is, would you take the suitcase home or leave it?
1: Wow. Okay. Uh, where did you get this question? Like, did you just fathom this from your mind?
0: The inner machinations of my mind. No, I I did some research for different <laughs> different questions and happened to stumble okay. across this one. I like it. I mean, so
1: I'm in the middle of nowhere, right? Like middle of the woods.
0: Yeah. So you've you've parked your car, let's say. It's a minimum of an hour and a half walk out of the woods. Okay.
1: Am I on a trail or am I just kind of
0: trailblazing as such? So you were on a trail, but as you do sometimes, you veer off the trail, you go trailblazing. So you are, let's say, maybe 30 minutes from the actual trail at this point. So, I mean,
1: it wasn't like this was, as best I can tell, like, intentionally set up for someone to find. No. Okay. So, I'm looking around the suitcase. Do I see any cameras or technology?
0: You do not. You see some leaves... Some trees, some rocks, typical, uh, typical forestry scene going on. All right. So there's leaves.
1: That's it. That's all. It's just the suitcase and leaves.
0: Yes. Well, I mean, a typical forestry scene, nothing seems like covered up or strange. Um, what
1: kind of suitcase is it? Are we taking like briefcase or like duffel
0: bag? No. So this is a very, the money conforms to the walls of the briefcase in such a fashion that it looks like it was very neatly organized and it's a brown leather briefcase. And it looks like it might've had someone's initials on it at some point, but it is so faded that you cannot tell what they said. Okay,
1: but it's like a hard hard top, or yeah, like hard, hard walled, I guess.
0: Yeah, so think like traditional businessman. I have my pager, I have my briefcase, I'm off to the office.
1: Okay, yeah, so that's, because I'm trying to think if I took it, like if it's a duffel bag or something like more flexible, I could probably get away with like getting back to the trail and carrying that without... Raising too many eyebrows. But something like that just doesn't really belong out there. So I'm going to have a harder time. You know. Being conspicuous with it. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I feel like if I. If I take this briefcase. And I get back to the trail. And I'm just carrying it with me. I'm going to be very paranoid. That somebody is going to think. He doesn't. Like, like that doesn't belong here. He's sketchy. But I suppose I could find my way back to the trail, but then not get on it and just kind of stay on the outside of it, stay hidden. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's what I'm going to do. I'm not too worried about the bloodstain note. I, how long? I mean, h- how long has this suitcase been out there? Or am I able
0: to tell that? Um, you're not you're not able to tell i don't think the money looks like it's within cuz you know it changes ever so often slightly it looks like it's within the past 10 years okay but
1: so yeah but i mean <clears throat> i don't have the impression that it's been put out here in the last 2 or 3 days like it definitely looks like it's been here for a little while
0: yeah so maybe when you stumble across it there's a little bit of debris covering part of it, but maybe on the corner you can see like a shiny golden um, all okay. protection bits on the corner, and mm-hmm. that's what catches your eye. Right, okay.
1: Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, the, the don't note does not scare me. So I would probably take the note out and just toss it right where the suitcase was, and then I would take it i would make my way back to the car <clears throat> excuse me um like i said i would probably not get back on the trail but i would get close enough to where i can kind of follow along with it and when there was a clearing in the parking lot you know and there's not a lot of people out there i would just kind of
0: be line to my car and then i'd go home where would you put the suitcase the briefcase in That's your car
1: I would probably keep it with me like passenger seat or something. Maybe the floorboard of the passenger seat. I would, I would be too worried about it in the trunk.
0: Okay. Why are you worried about it in the trunk?
1: I mean, I'm paranoid for sure. Like finding money in the woods is one thing, but a million dollars, somebody just doesn't lose a million dollars. They're going to be looking for it. And I just want to keep an eye on it. And also, I feel like if anybody came after me, which chances are slim, but I think at this point my paranoia would have kicked in to make me think somewhat irrationally, you know, Mm -hmm. just as paranoia does. But if somebody did come after me, I would be very quick to just hand over the money in the trunk. It's just further away from me, harder to access. So I just, I'd rather be able to have it to either, you know, know exactly where it is, what's going on with it, but then also if a gun, somebody pulls a gun, you know, trying to get their money back, which again, is probably rational because chances would be incredibly slim that that would ever happen,
0: but I could just hand it over, you know? Right, right. So what would you do? This is a follow-up question. What would you do with the money? So, say you have the money in the in the briefcase. You've just pulled up to your house. How do you explain what you just found, and what would you do with it? I probably wouldn't tell
1: anybody that I found it for a little while. Oh, this is tough because again, I'm paranoid at this point. I want to Google like how to safely move a lot of money, <laughs> like. Like, can I check to see if this money is fraud or if it's like, I don't know, from a, you know, like I wouldn't Google that, but I wouldn't want to do that in a way that raises any red flags to the NSA or FBI, you know? So I've got to figure out how to safely Google these questions. I mean... I certainly don't want to wrap myself up in any illegal activity. So if there's any way I can find out that this money, like I said, was tied to a bank robbery or was counterfeit, something like that, I would turn it in. But if I, if I could verify reasonably that it's clean money, I mean, it's probably not clean money regardless like there was probably somebody who didn't need or shouldn't have had that money that's why they hit it but like if i can verify i'm not gonna get you know tied to the scenario (laughs) i would find a way to who i don't know i don't know that i'd want to immediately deposit that into my bank i feel like even that's gonna raise a lot of questions you know a million dollars what maybe i'll try to wash it you know so i'll i'll buy a bunch you know did you ever watch uh there's a TV show where there's just mundane women—I think it's like three moms or something—and they oh, is somehow it good get girls? roped into. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. They just get into uh, washing counterfeit money. So I would try to maybe I'd go to, you know, Sam's Club and buy a bunch of things and then return it all. Mm. Get, my, get some clean money back, and then I would deposit that slowly.
0: I don't know. Okay. Okay. Now, Walter White shows up. at the I'm just kidding. <laughs> Heisenberg. So, thank you. Thank you for fleshing that out. Uh, th- how did you like the question of the day today? Was it tough?
1: It was enjoyable. I, I like to think – I'd like to, to kind of put myself in that scenario and because I, I can very, like, visually – project what's happening as, as we were
0: going. Okay, okay. So that's fun. What, what what would you have done in a more brief synopsis? Hmm. I mean, I think I probably very similar to you, I would have like looking around my surroundings to make sure there's no one watching me. I think, because I usually, when I go for hikes or even when I go for a walk, I tend to have my backpack with me. So I feel oh, okay. as though I would have transferred all the money to that bag. Brilliant as to not raise as many suspicions. Um, in terms of, and then obviously go back to my car, in terms of what to do with it after, I'd probably sit on it for a bit just to make sure no one was coming for it and then probably do something very similar to you. Just figure out how to, what to do and how to do it. Um, in terms of Googling these questions, maybe I'd wear a black hoodie and go like to the library at some neighboring town and google these things or something
1: yeah but i think i i thought about that but i'm pretty sure you have to log in so even if you do that surely there's a way to track your login information oh i see hmm Predicaments. i don't know i mean it's it's definitely better than like straight from your laptop cuz there at least buys you time you know cuz probably if anybody's going to follow up Like the NSA, they see these things being Googled. They're going to go to the library first because they're going to follow the IP IP address. Mm -hmm. And then from there, they'll probably have to figure out who was logged in at this time. I don't know. Maybe that's not something they can figure out. I'm sure it is. But at least it buys you a little bit more time than straight from your laptop. Okay. But going back to this idea that you and I both kind of said that we would be looking around before we took the money, I feel like that should suggest deep down, we know that we should take them. You know, like if that's our first uh, reaction, I don't know. I think there's something interesting there. But why do we think that? Cause it's, I guess, cause it's so out of the ordinary. Maybe that's all it is. Maybe there's nothing wrong
0: with it. Well, there was the bloodstain note that specifically said don't. So,
1: well, there is that. But, uh, mm.
0: That's fair. I didn't say whether I would take the note. It would be interesting to, kind of do some sort of analysis to see whose blood it was, but I don't know. Maybe that's going down.
1: I think that's involving yourself more than you, you have to. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like you're trying to kind of get roped into whatever brought the money out there. I don't know that I'd want to do that. Yeah. That's probably true. If you turned that money. So if you were able to like safely move the million and like invest it and grow your money and kind of build an empire, as it were, maybe at that point you could be a bit more protected and just out of curiosity, you know, let's say you turn a million into a billion just hypothetically. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, man, I really would like to know how I got here. You know, let me analyze this blood. And then maybe at that point you find out it's just some nice guy who was, you know, his grandpa died and left him with all this money but he had some like sketchy family members who were coming after him that they thought they were entitled to the money so he just kind of hid it but now he's you know out that million because he couldn't find it when he went back you were you'd already taken it so maybe if you find that out you could you've multiplied the money go give him his million back million and a half
0: Yeah. it's nothing yeah. to you at this billion or even a plot oh. twist you test the blood and it's yours oh goodness <laughs> oh i feel like we're just going down so many little rabbit holes here
1: (laughs) i feel like if i found out the bloat is mine i would i don't know that i would be i mean i should be concerned with it but i can't explain it but i'm not in any as far as i'm aware like threat or in endangerment i would probably just well at least i know somebody else isn't I guess somebody had to get my blood. I don't know. I would probably automatically jump to the thought of time travel because I never suffered any blood loss that I can remember around this note, you know? Mm -hmm. So in
0: my mind, I'm thinking somewhere in the future, I don't know. So like a future version of yourself left this from yes, your for me from your fortune oh. to get your fortune started,
1: but he said don't. Like future me said don't. So what is he? Is he trying to tell me
0: that it's not worth it? Why would he even leave it though? Yeah, maybe you end up in ruin.
1: But if that's the case, why would he even bring the money back? I don't know. Maybe it's. Oh, it's just so now. Okay, the note. Let's go back to the note. Is it like? Is there room for more? than just the word don't, and it's just not filled out? Or is it like a torn note? Like, was there supposed to be more? I feel like that changes Mm. things. Because maybe future me wrote the note, don't waste it, you know, insinuating, hey, make the most of this million dollars. But somehow in his travels out to the woods, the note got torn. Maybe a, you know, thorn bush ripped his, arm open and that's where the blood came from and it, it also kind of sliced the note but he meant well you know there wasn't anything concerning about it
0: a thorn bush pierced the briefcase
1: oh well that's true the note was in the briefcase
0: maybe he got attacked by a wildebeest
1: well, okay why is he well he knew that you'd be hiking that's why he brought it out to the
0: woods and he dies and you just didn't see the skeleton where would, he,
1: where would the skeleton have been? Well, he probably set the briefcase down. Maybe he was fighting the wildebeest and he just tossed it and the wildebeest ended up carrying off his body. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we carried on
0: with the legacy of our future self. Yeah, I, I like that. I like Ori. Oh man, this could be a new novel. We need to. I think it should we, we need to put a feather in this. To come back to, I like it. Yeah, we'll have
1: to we'll have to revisit this story. Write it down. Well, we've got it recorded now. That would be an interesting way to write a book. It's easier than writing. You just kind of ramble on, right? You know, mm-hmm. and you're and you're laying down everything, saving it. Um. Anyways, we'll move on. We need to. Uh, we need to get into our story. Carry on. So the last time we spoke, we were, what did we talk about last time? Miss Arnold's class, and then basketball. The 86 Cutlass with the Dutch flag. That's right. Unforgettable. I feel like we're kind of rounding out our experience in junior year, but there are just a few more memories that we really want to leave on the table here I think we'll probably finish really all the big stuff but why don't you start so I will say this being that you and I both transferred to this school later you know, we didn't we didn't start high school at, at this school and because of that, some of our credits did not carry over. I don't really know how all that works, to be honest. But somehow, you and I both ended up in a math class that was intended for the grade below us. So when we were juniors, yeah, this was like a, typically a sophomore math class. I think it was me, you, and actually Ryan, the, the one who made wine in the, for that science project. I yes. think the three of us yeah, were in was- there
0: together. Yeah, I think it was Algebra 2, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, I you could not remember that. but So, yeah, we were
1: in that class with a bunch of measly sophomores. And we hated all of them, didn't we, Caleb?
0: Every last one. <laughs> no, no, we did not. There were, there were some good ones in there. A couple of them. Maybe one. Yeah, maybe one. One that... Um, more or less stuck and didn't um, get on our nerves quite as much. So, yeah, I really enjoyed this math class. Our our teacher, uh, Miss Dykus, another really good teacher, um, you'll remember that she gave us points for skipping lunch for some reason. Me, you, and Ja, who we discussed in the last episode, we skipped lunch and just we're hanging out and carrying on in this other separate room. And she just comes in there and she's like, we're not having this now. And then we get points.
1: Yep. Points, by the way, basically demerits, which if you get enough of them, you get detention. And if it carries on, you get suspension, that kind of thing. That's what points are. That was just our school's name for it. Sounds, I mean, most in most systems you want points. The more points the better, but not not at our school. Yeah. Uh, but
0: yes. Yeah, so these aren't the good kind of points. Thank you for clarifying that. Um so yes. I had a habit. Um, I think we mentioned that I quite enjoy pranking people. I also quite enjoy what I guess what many would call dad jokes. So very silly, stupid, um, very basic kind of jokes. So I would often in hindsight I, it was probably very annoying <laughs> to miss I guess but I would raise my hand as if I had a question in the middle of class oh this is so terrible looking back I haven't really thought about it that much to be honest in some ways but I would always say some kind of stupid joke and some got more of a reaction than others but one particular joke that I told I will always remember because it came to light that someone in the class did like the joke. And do you remember what the joke was, Tim? Not a clue. Okay, so I'll tell it just like it was yesterday. So, Tim, what is the difference between roast beef and pea soup? Got nothing. Anyone can roast beef but no one can pee soup. Wow. Isn't that great?
1: That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to have to use that one at work
0: tomorrow. You should see, see what kind of reaction it gets. Um, I won't, I won't disclose where that joke comes from, for my own reputation.
1: (laughs) Oh, now I'd like to know. I thought you maybe made that up or was kind of passed down generationally, but generationally, no,
0: <laughs> I can't take credit for making that up. Um, uh, I'll think about it. I'll think about whether oh, to discuss this.
1: Well, yeah. So you did love your little jokes. Um, as you were saying, there was one particular, if you can't tell, we're kind of hinting at something here. There was one particular, sophomore in that class who, Took a liking to Caleb's quirkiness and his terrible jokes, but we'll get to that later. Um, but also, we just want to reference that Caleb did just love to tell these awful jokes because those will resurface as well, um, particularly in the following year. So, we'll get to some of those episodes in a little while. Um, but I wanted to transition just a bit because. You know, as we've kind of discussed, junior year being the beginning of our friendship. I don't know that we would have considered ourselves considered ourselves best friends at the beginning. You know, even after the trebuchet, even after basketball. But I think at some point, I don't remember how or exactly when, but we we kind of discovered that we had a shared interest in music, mm-hmm. and there was one Friday afternoon. I remember in particular, we decided we were going to jam some. Both We both played guitar. We both sang. And uh, so we just decided we were going to hang out and and play. And so you had come over to my, my family's house. And I don't even think we had really gotten started when out of nowhere, we got a text or a call from a guy in our class named Drew. <laughs> and really... It was kind of bizarre. He was just an odd guy. He was. But we didn't, I mean, I never really interacted with him
0: much. I don't know if you had much. No. You know, very intentional. No, he. I, I do know that he and Ryan, as in um, water into wine, Ryan, <laughs> had, uh, had quite a bit of uh, beef, shall we say uh yes yeah, so quite a bit of roast beef and maybe even some pea soup um i don't know but <laughs> i hope not goodness
1: well uh that's interesting to know but yeah i he he more or less at least in my perception and in and, and our bubble he more or less just existed like i don't remember him being he wasn't really popular he wasn't i don't know he was just kind of there and i and to be honest i don't you know, I hate to say, looking back, I probably could have and should have been a little bit more friendly, but I don't remember him having, like, a like he didn't have a group. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I don't think that he ever got picked on or anything like that that I can recall, but he, he was just kind of one of those floaters. Like, I feel like everyone in high school had their clique, but he just kind of seemed to, like I said, exist. But anyways, he had randomly text or called something I guess he had overheard that you and I were going to be getting together to jam I think maybe he played as well and I think maybe in an effort to I don't know befriend us he had invited he, he expressed interest in getting us to come with him to play music at a bar
0: that evening I guess it was like an open mic night situation so you mentioned that he kind of invited himself over to us to make this um this proposition of playing at this bar but had you two ever like had he ever been to your house prior to that
1: Uh he had once he was he was in some group project in fact I, some at some point in that year Ryan and I were, and and Drew, so this is, I guess, why it's shocking that they had issues with each other because I don't think that I knew that. But we were in a a group project in English class. We had to, I don't remember the specifications. I, again, one of these video projects. That <laughs> many video projects that we had, but we had to make a video referencing our reading of The Great Gatsby. Okay. Um, and so Ryan and I had actually written a parody to hey there delilah by the plain white T's, ah, yes. but it was called hey there daisy you know as in <laughs> gatsby's love interest um anyways i think drew was involved with that project as well and so he had come over because we we had did, uh, done all the filming there at my house but i mean that was the only you know interaction i had with him that i can recall
0: okay okay
1: but, yeah, he shows up and is insist insistent that we go play at this bar with him. Mind you, I'd never played music with him. I'd never played music with you. I mean, we were, you know, more or less as the first time us getting to know each other musically. Don't know how well we can play together. Don't know how well either of us can play, mm-hmm. right? And he he said, you know, we should go play at this bar. It's an open mic night. There's a Rascal Flat song in particular that he wanted us to play At that point in time, I don't think I knew any Rascal Flatts music.
0: That's what I'm doing these days. That's the only one I remember.
1: Really? Didn't you uh, and your mother dance to a Rascal Flatts song at your wedding? (laughs) Oh,
0: yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that one too. (laughs) Sorry, just getting put on the spot here. Um, Actually, I, I guess I know a few more that I'm letting on. There's that, I miss Mayberry, sitting on the porch, like that Maybe Was it it that one that he wanted us to sing?
1: I I don't know. The only one I know is God Bless the Broken Road, which is the one that you dance with your mom to, right?
0: No, 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 no. That was my wish. Oh, yeah, God Bless the Broken Road. Okay, right, right, right. Anyways, (laughs) so we don't remember which one he wanted us to
1: sing. No, I don't know. And at that time, I didn't even know who they were. I think... I will give him credit to this, that despite us not really having much of a friendship or anything. He did introduce me to Rascal Flats because from that point on, I did learn some of their music not, not for the sake of playing it at this bar, but <laughs> anyways, all that to say we ended up and I, I, you, you and I are both probably very similar in this. Don't have the easiest time saying no to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, Like I'd more or less just kind of be agreeable and, carry on but this was not something that i had any interest in doing at this point in time i had never played in front of a crowd or probably anyone and i just had no desire but i didn't really want to tell him no so i i want to say that we kind of gave him the idea that we I, i'm sure we didn't commit to it but we had kind of given him a maybe mm-hmm. and he went on to kind of secure <laughs> our spot in the uh open mic night and then we just <laughs> more or less blew him off
0: how did we how did we blow him off do we just ghost him or do we
1: yeah i mean i probably i don't remember i don't remember like explicitly saying hey we're not going to be there maybe it was just like a quick text like i don't think we're going to be able to make
0: it i don't know i'm picturing like he's made posters and he's oh, like posted them around the town ta- where was the bar was it in like <laughs> i don't porterdale or something probably porterdale bar and grill shout out um okay interesting um <laughs> Yeah, I'm just picturing he puts up all these posters and is spreading the word, and he's, you know, somehow there's, like, money involved, and people, like, there's a lot of investment going into this one song.
1: This bar, probably everyone there just loves Rascal Flatts. And when he told them we were covering one of their songs, they oh, they just told their family and friends. They lose a huge gathering.
0: Yeah, and he really sold us. He's like, these guys are up and coming. You will just not believe the talent. I wonder, do you think
1: despite us just bailing on him, did he get up there and play his heart out by himself?
0: (laughs) He he probably did, to be honest. I do remember. Yeah. I I remember him playing. um, Yeah. He played some. I hope we didn't just shatter his
1: dreams. I don't know. I, I wonder what he's up to. He ended up transferring after that year. Hopefully it wasn't because of that event.
0: Like we just crushed him. And he was
1: like, I can't do this anymore.
0: Because he was gone after that year, right? He was. And I actually, I ran into him my freshman year of college. Were y'all we okay? Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, damn. Um, so I we crossed paths um, in my freshman year of college. And he was... Better than crossing strings. <laughs> Do you know that whenever I say that to people, like to to make as a joke, they look at me with just these strangest looks and act like
1: it's a pretty weird joke. I mean, it
0: is, but I guess I just got so accustomed to hearing you say that. Like, I'm I'm gonna go for like, anyways. uh, And you're just like, oh, you want to cross streams? (laughs) This will be edited out. (laughs) Nope, it's staying um so anyways back on task i saw him (laughs) my freshman that's all you
1: had to say heavens
0: okay um freshman year at uh this local community college he 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 came to visit i think his girlfriend that went there but he was wearing like just this harness and i think he had some job cleaning windows on buildings okay. or something along those lines. Um, I don't think he was enrolled in school there, to my knowledge. But that's the last time I saw him. But I do hope he's doing well. Did
1: y'all chat at all, or are you just kind of more or less w-
0: waved? Uh, I'm not even sure we. W- I'm not sure that he recognized me, knew who I was. I was with Jimmy. Oh, he probably he knew you. He was probably just like, oh, that bastard <laughs> who just.
1: I had it. I we had everything going for us, and they just yeah <laughs> still bitter he's just carrying around that he's still bitter today
0: to this day he just
1: he can't even listen to rascal flats because it just enrages him
0: yeah he's like uh, someone he's riding with someone and they put a cd because people still play cds in their cars these days but they whip out this cd and put it in there he's like no get that get <laughs> out of here <laughs> Oh, oh, that's funny.
1: Well, anyways, so all that to say, that was you and I's first, but certainly not last experience playing music together. And I think it was at that point that we started to solidify our friendship um, because we learned that we had similar musical tastes and we enjoyed kind of jamming together, as it were. Um, And kind of towards the end of that year, I remember very fondly, a handful of times uh, of us going to play, we would skip school essentially. Well, let's backtrack a little bit. Um, second half of that school year, this was the first time that I remember at the school us doing any kind of big production. But we we joined the drama class as like our elective and they decided that year they were going to be doing um, the musical Oklahoma
0: Oklahoma where the wind where comes the wind comes sweeping down Oklahoma where the-
1: oh man so many good memories from there well anyways we we were let's well, see you ended up what did you do Caleb I was
0: I mean I was more or less the leading role I was what people came to see um I'm joking, of course. I had a, well, I was one of the actors. I was usually in the background. Um, my character's name was technically Ike Skidmore, but I always referred to myself as Ike Skidmark. I just, it <laughs> sounded really funny to say. Um, so, but anyways, people, uh, usually the drama teachers got angry if I would say that. <laughs> like correct
1: but you did have some speaking roles so you that was pretty important um and i did not want to share in the spotlight i so i ended up being um i don't know what you would call it like i was building the set and i did get my moment of glory though because there was when, when it came to night like the night of production i don't know what it's called but like our opening night i remember very vividly our teacher or our, you know, drama instructor, whatever her title was, Miss Shellnut, the principal's wife. Yes. Uh, she, she needed a bale of hay moved from one scene to the next. And so I got to dress up. I was so excited because I didn't have to like do much, but uh, did you remember this? No, but I, Oh yeah. I, I threw on a flannel and some jeans and I, I got to, I, I was like barefoot, got to roll my jeans up, you know, kind of just looking like a,
0: Did you have like a straw hat and a piece of
1: hay hanging out of your mouth? No, I think it was just, I was very simple. Yeah. But I had to dance across the stage in the middle of a big choreographed movement. And then I just like picked up a bale of hay and then just danced my way off. That that is so exciting. And uh, But anyways, during that, I feel like that was when you and I both really got to know Jimmy. And as I mentioned last episode, um, he was on the football team, but it was really during this, season where the three of us had become really close and learned that we all liked music and so anyways the play was going to be taking place at a church across town so i think drama was our last block during the day that's correct and so um we would all have to drive from school to this church and i i do remember often stopping by the local music store just to pick up guitars and play them. We'd always show up late.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I love, we were just those annoying. If I had been working at that music store, I would have been so annoyed by us just kind of coming in and like pick up guitars and like turn the amp up to 12,000 and just. And we'd always play like the same stuff. And it was
1: probably really, we didn't play it well. I'm sure. It was just like the cliche. I mean, Jimmy on bass
0: playing. Oh man, I can't wait for uh, that story. Fallout Boy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: just, but yeah, we'd uh, sometimes. I was always able to get away with it a little bit more than you and Jimmy, being that y'all were actually actors. But I was able to get away with it pretty well, like showing up late. Because after the set was built, we were virtually just kind of there as spectators.
0: But you and Jimmy. Yeah, that's true. You were, you were able to just uh, make as many pit stops as you wanted to um, get your vittles and any little drinks you wanted and all kinds of things. Um, but yeah, me and Jimmy were on more of a schedule because usually we had to get dressed up and like particularly towards the end once the stage was built. We were practicing getting like into our full makeup and all that malarkey. Um, but I remember one specific time, we had stopped by the music store. We were running very late, Jimmy and I. And we got there, got into our outfits, and we were sort of backstage to the side of the curtain. And the little number, the little choreographed bit that everyone else was doing was they kind of... They kind of like prance from side to side, side to side. And so me and Jimmy timed it ever so perfectly where they, so we were, if you're looking at the stage, we were to the left. So when we're walking out onto the stage, we're on like our right, I guess. So when they came to us and then when they were going to start dancing to the side away from us, we just joined right in. And we're like, oh, there's no way that, it was so seamless. So seamless.
1: As a spectator, I just, I couldn't have, I couldn't have even
0: known. You wept. You wept with tears of joy for how moving it was.
1: Yeah.
0: But uh, I, I'm relatively certain that Miss Shelnut certainly caught on and pretty sure we got scolded after that. <laughs> well,
1: I think I think you should have been praised because it just sh- uh, it just showed how well you knew the, the choreograph. And, you know, you just made it look so artistic. Oh, thank you. Thank you. As if it were intended for you to come in late. That's what I think. But anyways, yeah, so I, I, that is one of my favorite memories from high school, just being a, a part of that set with you guys. And as I said, that was really where our friendship solidified, mm-hmm. um, not just with each other, but with Jimmy, because he had gone on uh, to, to become a pretty important part in our friendship as well
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and we'll get more into him probably senior year but before we close out junior year there was one more character as it were that i wanted to introduce um, and he's important for a myriad of different oh, reasons beautiful his name is cole and I, I love that kid i don't know where he's at today um, you know it's funny i text him when i got engaged and he said something to the effect of, man, you're one of my few friends left from high school. And then I was like, all right, cool. Let's mm-hmm. hang out. Cause I was heading home. And then I never heard
0: from him again. <laughs> like he never
1: responded. So we never hung
0: out. Oh, that's, well, that's so sweet. Um, That's better than the last time I heard from him. He called me. Uh, This was, I feel like I was like fourth or fifth year into college. And I was chatting with him. He's like, Hey Caleb. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, go oh, man. And then he realized that he had called the wrong Caleb. <laughs> and then he, cause he was saying like, Hey, when are you coming over? And I was like, Oh, uh, I can come over now. I'm not too far away. And <laughs> so it was a little awkward. Our last well, man, our yeah. last conversation. Maybe,
1: maybe he thought he was texting the wrong Tim too. Uh, once he, and you know, I went back and forth, but anyways, I I always thought he liked me. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> this is all coming to light. but in high school, I think we were pretty good friends. And, you know, around this time, as we've mentioned, guitar playing was becoming more prevalent in my life. I think you and I started bringing our guitars to school and would sometimes like jam outside, you know, kind of as school was coming to an end and, so I remember Cole coming to me and expressing interest in learning to play guitar. And um, so, you know, I was more than glad to kind of, not that I was an expert by any means, because I think I was only a couple of years into guitar playing myself, but I knew the basics. So I started kind of imparting my limited wisdom onto him. Back
0: to basics, back to basics. That's right.
1: And so like we closed out junior year and moving into summer, He and I attended the same church, and so every Wednesday night after church, we would, you know, more or less, do our lessons, our practice, and, um, you know, come to find out, I think ultimately he was, which is nothing wrong with this, but I think his his intention behind learning guitar was so that he could woo this girl, um, who was more or less his on again, off again girlfriend throughout high school. Her name was Morgan. And I only mention her name because she too plays an important role in our story. But we can get to that later. He wanted to woo said strumpet. Yes. Um, But anyways, what is so interesting about our guitar playing, Cole and I, is that by the end of summer, Cole felt that he was ready, that we were good enough that we would start a band
0: together. And that's where we leave it off.
1: That's right. And so I'm very excited because that story will kind of kick off like just, oh, I don't even know how to describe the next. Oh, I just, not to build it up too much, but I don't know. I feel like when I think back on you and I's story and our friendship, that is the culmination of so much, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so so excited to get to that. Um and as I said, that was kind of I guess that was all really at the beginning of senior year. So that's where we'll pick up next time. Hope you guys have enjoyed so far. Let us know what you guys think. Um we probably won't air these episodes until we've kind of completed a good handful. But, you know, as these are coming out, we do want to hear your feedback. Um, so let us know if you're enjoying it, what you like what you don't like so we can you know adapt as such
0: yeah definitely please do reach out we will hopefully have a social media platform i know neither uh neither one of us are really big on social media but hopefully we'll have an account that you can reach out to us see pictures of our pets and uh, just other random things little uh little bloopers from our episodes um, I've got yeah. a few got a few screenshots of Tim myself already ready to oh, uh, yeah that's great
1: yeah. no that's what we we're doing I'll start
0: <laughs> too.
1: but yeah so um, anyways thank you guys so much for listening this time and uh, we bid you adieu
0: later dudes hang ten let her rip you can stop now. Oh